Welcome to Digital Stratosphere, the podcast that helps organizations throughout the world with their digital transformation journeys. Here, you will find independent and technology agnostic advice with no software vendor sales spin to help you make the best decisions for your organization. Whether you are in the process of selecting technology, in the midst of your transformation, or trying to get your initiative back on track, Digital Stratosphere provides expertise and best practices to help. It's been over 20 years since Hershey's first failed in its ERP implementation, but even 20 years later, there's still a lot we can learn from that. What are some of the lessons from Hershey's ERP failure? That's what I want to talk about here today. My name is Eric Kimberling. I'm the CEO of Third Stage Consulting. We're an independent consulting firm that helps clients throughout the world reach their third stage of digital transformation success. And many of you may have heard about Hershey's, the candy company that failed in its implementation of an ERP system called SAP back in the late 90s. And even though this was over 20 years ago, there's some lessons that are fundamental to any ERP implementation that we can still learn from here today. In fact, if any organization were to make the same mistakes that Hershey's made back in the late 90s, they would fail even today, even with the advent of new technologies and new ways of doing things. So it's really important that we understand why the company failed and what we can do to get it back on track. So what I want to do today is talk about why Hershey's failed in its first attempt at an ERP implementation and what some of the lessons are that we can apply to our organizations. If you're looking for more digital strategies and tips on how to make your digital transformation or ERP implementation more successful, I encourage you to read my new book called The Final Countdown. It's a book that covers digital strategy and all the things you need to do from a technology agnostic perspective to make your project successful. You can read that by scanning the QR code in front of you, going to thefinalcountdown.com, or you can scan the links in the description field below. So it's commonly known that Hershey's failed in its ERP implementation, but how do we know? What are the metrics that point to the fact that it was a failure? Well, first of all, let's start with the budget. The budget was $112 million SAP implementation. The company was implementing a legacy SAP product called R3 back in the late 90s. And they were doing this as a way to really modernize their systems, modernize their supply chain, and be able to scale on its way from being a billion-dollar company to a $5 billion company at the time. But what happened at the end of the day, once they went through this project, is not only did it cost $112 million, which is a lot of money, especially back then, but it also resulted in Hershey's losing $150 million in sales at the time they went live. And the reason for this, which I'll get into a little bit later, is because they couldn't ship product that they had in stock, largely. So that was part of the problem, is they couldn't track the inventory and they couldn't get the inventory out the door to customers when they needed it at a peak seasonal time. And so the key thing here that I alluded to is the fact that much of this inventory was in stock. The physical stock was there, but because of the system failure, people couldn't see where the inventory was and they couldn't ship it to the customers when they needed it. And what this did is it resulted in Hershey's having a 20% drop in profit the quarter that they went live on the new system. And it also resulted in an 8% decrease in drop in their stock price just in one day once this news was announced. So the financial implications and the financial results of this implementation point to a massive failure that most organizations want to avoid. So what I wanna do next is not just talk about these symptoms, these things that arose from the failure, but talk about the root causes of why did this project fail? What did they do wrong and how did it translate into those negative financial results? And that's what I'll cover next. First, let's start with the overall implementation strategy and plan, which was highly flawed in my opinion, based on what I've read during research of this. And first of all, let's look at the overall implementation duration. 
the implementation duration was recommended to be 48 months, which is about four years. Seems like a long time, but for a large organization, that seems pretty reasonable. But what Hershey's did is they pushed back on that duration and said they wanted to try to get it done in 30 months, not 48. Reason being is that this is in the late 90s, and there was a fear that the Y2K situation was going to get the best of them. In other words, back in the 90s, a lot of companies were worried about their legacy mainframe systems, which was what Hershey's was on. They were worried that the two-digit year code, so in other words, 1999, would be entered in a system as 99, not 1999. People were worried that once 2000 hit and it switched to 00 in the system, that the systems would all crash. Now, that never happened to anyone, by the way, so it makes you wonder if this was a real fear or if it was generated and produced and manufactured by the software industry, but that's a whole topic for another video. But the point is that Hershey's was afraid of Y2K. They knew they had to switch their systems faster. They thought they needed to switch their systems faster, so they compressed that time frame into an unrealistic 30-month duration. They also opted for a big bang approach, largely because of this 30-month timeline. They wanted to streamline things and go with a big bang approach, meaning that they were going to deploy all the modules and all the functionality all at once, overnight, flip the switch onto the new system. That's a highly risky endeavor that companies actually used to do back in the 90s and early 2000s. You don't hear about it as much nowadays because I think a lot of organizations understand the risks and they're not willing to take that risk. But at the time, Hershey's went with a big bang approach and they flipped the switch on a lot of functionality almost too fast, faster than the organization can handle it, clearly. Perhaps even more damaging was that they limited their testing. So they didn't test the system the way they should have. They scaled back on their testing cycles, largely because, again, they were trying to compress their implementation into a 30-month time frame when it probably should have been closer to the 48 months that was originally planned for. So testing was something that got off track, and I'm going to come back to that because that's a really important point, and one of the core root causes of why this project failed is because they didn't test some of the core critical processes that happened during the holiday season for a chocolate manufacturer. I'll come back to that point too. And then finally, as part of their implementation strategy and plan, they stockpiled some extra inventory in the event that there was a problem, but they only stockpiled eight days on average of inventory. So they thought, we are increasing the number of days of inventory we have on hand. That should cover any outage that we might have or any problems that we might have, but it turns out that wasn't nearly enough. They should have had a lot more inventory on hand for the implementation. So these are the, some of the flaws and fatal mistakes that they made early in the implementation planning and the overall implementation strategy. And these are mistakes that most of us could avoid by taking a better path for the digital strategy. If you are trying to achieve digital transformation success, turn to Third Stage Consulting Group. Third Stage's independent and technology agnostic consulting team helps clients define their digital strategies, select the right software, and manage their implementations. With offices in the U.S., Europe, and Australia, our team helps the world's most forward-thinking organizations through their transformation pitfalls and risks. Whether you are embarking on an ERP, HCM, CRM, supply chain management, or any other digital transformation, contact Third Stage Consulting to see how we can help you reach the third stage of transformation success. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com. Now, somewhat related to the implementation planning and strategy, is seasonality. And I'm gonna call this out separately though because it's so important to Hershey's and it's so important to many organizations that we work with as well. 
when you're looking at your business, most of us have some sort of seasonality, some ebbs and flows in demand and sales are increasing or dropping at certain times. We have resources that are being committed at certain times during peak seasonal periods. And that's generally the time, the last time on a calendar that you wanna go live with a new system. What happened in the case of Hershey's is that they originally planned to go live in the spring of 1999, but they clearly didn't hit that go live date, didn't end up going live till July. And even then they weren't ready for go live, but they still did go live right in July, which is really the peak of their season because they're ramping up production and shipments for Halloween and Christmas. So they go live in July, 1999, it turns into a disaster. I'll talk more about why it was a disaster and what some of the symptoms were. But the point here is that they should never have gone live at a peak seasonal time. It may have meant that they should have just pushed off or delayed the project further and waited until things settled down and it was a lower seasonal spike and gone live then. That would have been a lot less risky, but they didn't do that. So that's a lesson we can take away here is in general, just don't go live in the middle of your peak seasonal period. Another fatal flaw in the Hershey's case is that they didn't do adequate testing and training. And more specifically, they didn't do adequate testing and training of specific business processes that were specific to their peak seasonal times. So I mentioned a moment ago that they went live right at the peak seasonal time, which is not recommended, but they did. And what they found is that the system couldn't handle some of the exceptions and some of the things they would do as a business operationally during peak seasonal time. So for example, one thing that Hershey's was doing at the time is that they would have temporary warehouses to accommodate the extra inventory they needed to get ready for these peak seasonal times for Halloween and Christmas. And what happened was when they deployed SAP, the way they designed and built SAP, they didn't account for these temporary warehouses. So when all these orders started coming in in the summer of 1999, when they went live with the new system, the temporary warehouses weren't there. It didn't show up in the system, so it looked like the inventory wasn't there. You go to enter an order for inventory that physically is there, but it's not in the system because that warehouse that's temporary didn't exist in the system. And this is a great example of how not only do you need to test stuff thoroughly, but you need to create scenarios that reflect your business. And what ended up happening here at Hershey's is that the IT department and the project team, the technical project team, was deploying this technology and making these decisions without operational inputs. So in other words, the operations people probably would have called a timeout and said, hey, what about these temporary warehouses? How do we handle that in this new system? And they would have worked through that and designed it accordingly. So that didn't happen and therefore that's a big part of why the system failed is because they didn't account for these key business processes, they didn't test it and they didn't train people on how to use the software in a way that would accommodate these different business processes. Hershey's also suffered from some organizational issues at the time it was going through the implementation, not necessarily related to the project itself, but just in general. For example, the company did not have a CIO leading up to the implementation. I think they hired a CIO somewhere along the way during the implementation, but they didn't have one going into the implementation. So they didn't have really strong technical leadership at the time that they started the project. Another challenge is that there was a disconnect between IT and the business. I mentioned a moment ago that there were key business processes that were not considered and baked into the implementation because the IT people were driving the process and they were making decisions without enough input from the operations. And they ended up overlooking a really critical part of their business and their operations during seasonal peak times. And lastly, Hershey's didn't appear to have experience or much experience deploying a technology initiative of this magnitude. They had deployed smaller, more isolated, limited technology projects in the past with their legacy systems, 
but they had never gone through an enterprise-wide implementation. And so they just didn't have that internal competency and experience. And when you combine that with the disconnect between IT and the business and the fact that there's no CIO, that created a perfect storm of organizational issues that contributed to the problem as well. Now, another thing to consider that Hershey's may not have, I don't know this for a fact, but I suspect they did not consider the cost of disruption. And what I mean by the cost of disruption is what happens if the project fails or what happens if we have problems during the implementation. Most organizations are really good at planning and budgeting for the implementation itself, what they think it's going to cost to go through the implementation, but what they're not good at is quantifying the risk of what happens if we can't ship product, what happens if we can't close the books, what happens if we can't run payroll, what is that going to cost us? And in this case, as I mentioned at the top of the video, Hershey's lost $150 million in sales that they never recouped. And what's even worse is in many cases, customers, which were their end retailers, ended up switching from Hershey's and allocating more of those orders to Mars and some of the other competitors. So they lost business and they lost some customer loyalty as a result of that. And I'm not sure how you quantify that, but there is a cost associated with that as well. In addition, the stock price dropped by 8% overnight, literally overnight once this news was announced and investors and customers continued to lose confidence in the company. Now, the good news is that over time, Hershey's did figure things out. They did re-implement or try to go through the implementation again in the early 2000s. And apparently from what I've read, they were able to do that on time and on budget and went a lot more smoothly the second time around. So the good news is it appears that they learned from some of the mistakes they made and they were able to rectify that in the early 2000s. And if you fast forward to now, there's news out recently that they're going through another digital transformation. I have no idea how it's going. They're not a client of ours, so I don't know if it's on track. If it's not, I'm not sure what the situation is, but it is worth noting that there's key mistakes they made over 20 years ago that are still relevant to us here today. And these are lessons that we can take and apply to our digital transformations and ERP implementations here in the 2020s. So if you found this information useful, I hope this case study has helped you understand and unpack some of the risks of ERP implementations, as well as what you need to do to make your project more successful. If you're looking for more tips and lessons on how to make your project successful, I encourage you to read my new book called The Final Countdown. It's a book all about digital strategy and how to navigate some of these risks that we talked about here in the video. And you can read that book by scanning the QR code in front of you, or you can go to thefinalcountdown.com or scan the QR code in front of you to read reviews and learn more about the book. So I hope you found this information useful and I hope you have a great day. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com.